0: Hello, and welcome to AdLib Heroes. My name is Joey, and I'm a lifelong GM and writer. At our table today is...
1: Hi, I'm Bev, and I play Olivia Fortier. I'm
0: Riley, I play Grimlock Seaspray. And I'm TJ, and I play Kirith Odell. Previously on AdLib Heroes, Kirith, Olivia, and Grimlock explored the ruins of the drow city of Dothorn. In the central spire, they met Usebi Memra, a demon disguised as a drow. They killed her and took the platinum belt around her waist. Now let's get back to the story. So if you remember, you guys are in this large concert hall oval-shaped room. One end leads out onto the balcony, at the other end there is a harp, and there is now a pool of black goo that you have just pulled a platinum belt with a pouch on it away from the big gross yellow tree thing that that drow woman turned into. Uh, Okay. I'm going to rip open that pouch. (laughs) Inside that pouch, there is a little stone rectangle it's probably about uh, three inches tall and about six inches wide and one inch thick. And on it, you can see a representation of the sun traveling across the sky. Can that's, I see them? Is that all that's in there? That's all that's in there. I tossed the whole pouch to Grimlock. You're okay. the one that's supposed to take it out. I'm, I'm just going to examine it and just... I guess an arcana check. Yeah, you can roll arcana. Uh, Just a 12. Well, uh, you notice that even though this is a stone thing that has been underground for you don't know how long, uh, it's warm to the touch. Interesting. While he's looking at that, I'm uh, I'm not a change shape changes, wild shapes. So I'm just gonna start pulling out my fifty feet of rope and tying it off like putting some knots in it and tying it off to the balcony and like we can just leave this here. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) So you're leaving it there for an easy escape even though you guys want to explore more of this tower. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tie it off to the balcony. Just Okay. Oh there Do you throw it down or do you keep it on the balcony on the balcony? Mm
1: -hmm. While these guys are doing their I'm gonna play a little song and cure wounds myself at second level, cause that tree done fucked me up.
0: Oh yeah, that happened, didn't it? Mhm. So, five,
1: five, seven and four is at eleven. Six, Sixteen.
0: Are you good? Do you need anything else?
1: I could use a uh, more.
0: Okay, I'm just casting it at first level because I hate. It. No, I'm not a second level spell. So 5 plus minus 4, you get another 9 HP.
1: Thank you. 47 and a 55 is pretty good still. Mm-hmm. Just
0: down to the 20s. 55? I don't have much more health than you. Bards we all, are... We all get d8s.
1: Yeah, bards are actually pretty beefy. I hear
2: You're a seven. monk. You're not <laughs> like a
0: fighter or barbarian. <laughs> like but I, I don't know. You <laughs> think that... She also rolls really well for HP a lot. Fair, yeah, I've been, I've been messing up there.
1: Um. Okay, so we want to, I guess, kill a bunch of melty-looking drow demon things. What did you call them?
0: I mean, I already killed those ones.
1: Yeah, but didn't you say there was more in there making us dinner? Ooh, we could eat. Oh wait, I, I it's don't probably know. He was the
0: dinner. the invisible one.
1: No, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, him.
0: Oh Yeah. So, do you want to head down that hallway to investigate? Yeah, we can explore a little bit. So, Olivia, you pick up your torch off the ground.
1: Yeah. I leave my hair stuff that is in Lusibi's gross, disgusting vines. I just leave it. It's forgotten.
0: All right. So the hallway kind of curves inward. There's several ways heading off of it as you go further and further down. But the first entrance has another rather large oval room. In it, there is a long stone table with a bunch of high back chairs. There are a couple of these melty drow things standing around. Uh, and there are four places set, each with a like silver cover over the food. And as you guys start walking into the room, the mains in there start pulling back the chairs. I guess they just follow orders. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, they don't yeah. seem to have minds of their own, so mm. I'm not going to sit. But we don't necessarily have to feed yeah, them we or can anything. walk by them.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, Are you too curious what's under these things?
0: The food that a demon had made for us? Yeah. Not a lot. Um, I can't remember. Did Did they say anything about the food being poisonous, or was it referred to as a being dangerous at all uh she did not say that to them she said make make dinner for three guests okay i I want to take a look okay so you go and you pick up one of them and there is a silver bowl with a spoon next to it full of some kind of amber liquid i want to smell it uh it smells a little bit sour but mostly sweet hmm of a tiny taste okay Oh my God. No, what? <laughs> so, are you using a spoon or are you putting your finger in it? A uh, spoon. Okay. So, you grab the spoon and you take a little bit, and as it comes up, it's pretty viscous like syrup viscosity. Mm-hmm. You bring it up to your mouth, and yeah, imagine someone made a consomme soup where the main ingredient was sour soothers. <laughs> That's what it tastes like. So, battery acid. <laughs> Like, pretty far from it, I think, but... Mm. <laughs> um, like, family mouth, like... What? Uh, uh, you? No, it's, it's... It's probably, like, a little more than room temperature. Yeah, you know, it's... It's, like, something that they would... Like, something from the Feywild, if it wasn't actually from the world it's, like, may, maybe something that Jenny Bagabones would make.
1: You're like Fry yeah. when he figured out what Slurm was.
0: <laughs> a, a demon made it.
1: Yeah, or had no. it
0: made it. Like These are demons, aren't they? Just don't. <laughs> I did. I know. Jesus. I wonder if everyone has Mary the same So you want to pick up the other...
1: Yeah, I'll pick um, up another one. Yeah,
0: same same thing as sitting there.
1: Are these spoons silver? Yeah. Let's steal the spoons.
0: Go for it. <laughs> So there is also a full, like China cabinet in this room.
1: Can I look around for treasures? Yes, you can. Great. Right.
0: Yeah, that. So <laughs> do that. One. As you look through this room, uh, it would fill up a small sack. But there is probably about three hundred gold worth of different silverware that would be easy enough to carry out. Do we
2: want
1: three hundred gold?
0: So, Go for it. <laughs>
1: I grab three hundred. I'm carrying a sack of silverware.
0: <laughs> Disadvantage on stealth checks. <laughs> jingle, jingle, jingle.
1: I finally get advantage on stealth, stealth checks, and you want to take it away. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so, as you guys head back into the hallway, because there's not another exit off this room, the next door you come to, there is the sounds of things boiling in pots and pans, clattering. Uh, door or doorway. Uh, it is, so it is, there is a door in there, but it is currently propped open. Okay, I'll take a peek inside. So there are about five different mains working in a kitchen in here. They're baking something in an oven. They are stirring a big pot. One of them is chopping up uh, what looks like the remains of a spider carcass that was probably about uh, the size of a small dog. Okay. Uh, quick glance, anything of value? Uh doesn't really look like it. All right, moving on. Okay. So, the next, uh, you come to some closed doors beyond this point. I will check for traps. Okay. You're going know, to watch Kira's check for traps. Uh, 19. 19? So, the first door you come to, uh, it has... It doesn't have any traps that have not gone off. So there were a bunch of uh, a bunch of arrow traps set in this doorway. Every one of the arrows has fired. There's some decent sized scratches in the door, and you realize that someone has barricaded this door from the other side. Huh. Back to my meat and potatoes. So <laughs> um, I guess try to. Or, like, and it's still currently, like, whatever is prop against the door, is there. Then hmm that means there's no other way in.
2: Uh...
1: Good dimension door into there, but uh, it's kind of saving that in case we absolutely needed it.
0: You can also make a strength athletics. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I guess, like, I can just try to... Give it a shove.
1: I mean, you guys can make a strength up. Like, little eight, eight strengths over here is not going to do that.
0: <laughs> I can't believe I forgot to bring him, like, a, a portable ram to sieging a castle. Like, come on. We went into an underground city. It's not quite the same. Yeah, Yes. All right, I'll try to throw my shoulder at it. Yeah, I will assist. Does that give me advantage? Yes, it would. Tight. I rolled a three and a four. Okay, so, so the two of you six. count to fu- count to three and ram against the door and bounce back off of it and land on your asses. Okay. Uh,
1: if you'd like, I can cheer you guys on.
0: I mean, sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I will give inspiration. Barnick inspiration. I
0: slipped. <laughs> That time I got a 19. Okay. So your second try, you ram against the door and you, an old bar that was in place, like think like the way a castle will have the two uh, okay. metal brackets, you push that. And then there were also a couple of cabinets that were there yeah. to reinforce it. But they are thousands of years old. So they splinter under your, your better aimed. Yeah. Door. <laughs> Great. Uh, In this room, there is a large round table. At the far end from where you're at, there is a stone back chair that is on a small dais at the head of the table. There are several large stone back chairs all around. Like the back of these chairs, if you were sitting on them, the back of the chair would be, again, your own height up above you. So, Okay. Yeah, like the backs of these chairs are eight feet tall. Uh, Right. At most of them, there are skeletons laying over the table. And then there is a wine rack in the back of the room. Huh. There is no one sitting in the main throne chair. Alright.
1: You think maybe Sebi like, infiltrated their government or something and was, like, their leader?
0: No idea. I, I don't know shit about... You know. Drow history, politics.
1: She just said that, or one of you said to me, someone who did a religion check found out that they pretend to be drow.
0: So the two things mm-hmm. you know, yeah. The Yochol appear to be drow and they keep them in line. She also claimed to be the daughter of the matron of the city. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's the, the matron spot, I guess. Yeah, that, um, that tracks. I'm going to search the skeletal remains. Okay. Roll me a quick perception or investigation check. 13. 13. So most of their clothing and armor and such has rotted off. But as you're looking around them, uh, there are some coins that have rolled like under the table out of their rotted away belt pouches mm-hmm. and such. Uh, there's probably about, there is, well, not probably. There's 65 platinum Same. and 120 electrum that has kind of in little pools under the table. There are also a fair number of old rusted scimitars and daggers and hand crossbows that are not really useful anymore. But Alright. What about the wine rack? Uh, the wine rack has about uh, let me see here. There are ten bottles of something on the wine rack. The labels are old and have faded away. Uh, it is some sort of slightly purple like just a tinge of purple and otherwise clear liquid. Cool. Um, there isn't like the crate that they shipped it in? Any... No. no. Okay. Okay, everyone. Okay.
1: Can I look in the, like, ta- Well, Kiarath is searching through the bodies, can I look on the table and see if there's any notes or anything they were working on? Uh,
0: so there were papers on this table, but it has been thousands, thousands of years. Uh, there and there are little figures that were rotting away. we well, me a quick investigation check. Uh, natural 20 for a 25.
2: Okay,
0: so as you're looking at, you can see kind of the ink stains on the table. Uh, this was a room planning a war council. The little things that it rotted away were the figures they were using to represent the troops. So there is a map of, you're looking at the terrain. It looks very similar to both you know, the quote, sure, bad Badlands and to Ferran.
1: Mm. And this, like, I'll point it out to you guys. Oh, this must have been planning with the uh, Hyo in Drow War. Bad tracks?
2: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> wow. Hmm. Very strange that, like, the leader isn't in here.
0: I'm wondering if they're all hiding from her. Like, maybe they knew that that she was, like, an infiltrator. Well, the leader wasn't. Yeah, the leader is different from the one you just met. She was pretending to be the leader's daughter. But she wasn't, okay. I thought it was, like, they had both infiltrated kind of thing. Now that makes sense. Hmm. All right. Well, um, nothing else here? Keep going? Yeah. so the next closed door you come to, I will check for traps. Twelve. Well, yeah, it's perfectly fine. Cool. You open the door and it actually is perfectly fine. <laughs> uh There cool. are three rows of chairs that are all facing into this room. Uh, at the and then in the room there is a rack in the middle of the room with manacles on it and a number of devices displayed all around, and three cells in the back of the room. Two of the cells have skeletons.
1: These people are kind of gross.
0: (laughs) Well, they're dead. Most dead people are gross.
1: This culture and society is kind
2: of gross.
0: This is a public viewing torture chamber, dude. Well, no, there's a door. It's not public. There's audience chairs. (laughs) There's space for twenty-one people to watch torture here. Oh, I didn't piece it together. Sorry.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying humans don't do dumbass shit too. Like there is lots of crap pa- in a lot of societies. And hangings
0: and things are also public. <laughs>
1: exactly. I just am not a fan of this room.
0: Mm, yup.
1: I'll wait at the door. You guys. I'll look around. Yeah. Go on in.
0: Fourteen. Someone has been caring for the. torture. Tw- yeah, of course. All in good shape. Great. I Great.
1: keep an eye on Grimlock in case he gets drowsy from <laughs> eating that weird soup.
0: <laughs> drowsy? <laughs> oh uh,
1: I didn't even mean to make that part.
0: Sure. Title.
1: <laughs> hey, Jim. Have you heard that new podcast where those two silly guys talk about D&D?
0: Is that the one where a wizard who is a professional train builder and another wizard who's a caretaker of the legendary Fungin, and they talk about all things fancy in D&D? Yeah, yeah, that's it. I
1: have Sean. I think it's us. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, yeah, I thought it sounded familiar.
0: Greetings, adventurers. We invite you to listen to our podcast, Thirteen Sided Die. Our goal is to entertain you with our fun and in-depth discussions about D&D, fancy, and everything in between.
1: Come sit by the fire. You're safe here. We'll keep watch. We hope you enjoy 13-Sided Die, available wherever you listen to your podcasts.
0: So, as you continue down, the, you keep circling around and this hallway is slowly spinning further and further in. What you start finding for most of the rest of it are what you quickly piece together are guest suites. So there are okay. areas for people who maybe don't constantly reside in the tower, because as you're looking inside, they all have a pretty standard setup. There will be a desk to write at. There is a chest. There is uh, some meditation pillows, because this is an elven city, so there mm-hmm. are not beds in the guest chambers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you find things like communal bathing rooms and, mm-hmm. uh, there is no direct access to the higher floors. Okay. I wonder if maybe in that barricaded room, maybe there's like a like a secret no, staircase. They, like it was a highly magical society that could probably just like levitate or something.
2: I guess so.
1: Do we want to try to go up to a floor above from the
0: outside? I don't have a super safe way of doing that. Do you guys mind if I just go check real quick? Go check what? The the barricaded room, the workhouse. I mean, yeah, we we looked around, but go ahead. Cool. Um, can I look specifically for like uh, a lever or something to... Revealing. Sure. Roll me an investigation
1: check. I'll that. I just want to look at the top of the wine rack, like, or ask Kirith, because I'm kind of short. Sure.
0: Go ahead. Uh, 17. 17. So yeah, as you look around here, you're, you're very certain, like, the way the balconies are built, the balconies are the entrances. So people go to, cut right onto the balcony. And it would be easy to float from the balcony up to the next level. There's nothing in this room that's a secret to get to the next level. Up. Cool. So your check at the top of the wine rack is dusty.
1: Okay, just because of what Dylan and his men said about like cooler stuff they store on top of things. So. Yeah. I
0: didn't think that that meant like on top, like oh of the building, ah, <laughs> <laughs> like higher floors.
1: Oh, I yeah. thought you meant like top or shelf. Like,
0: Or, like, the stalactites of this cavern.
1: Right.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we (laughs) got (laughs) a. Okay, because of Joey, I will never forget which one is stalactite and stalagmite. I'm pretty happy about it because that used to bug me. me.
1: (laughs) Can you run up walls, Grimlock?
0: Uh, No, I can jump pretty high.
1: Ravlak could try to jump and then we could have a rope.
0: How high up is the, like, 15 feet to the next floor? Oh. Yeah. We, can, we can just try to climb it. What do you mean, try? I mean, if not. I mean, we're not all crazy athletes. Okay. But we have rope. Wait, we have rope still? Do you? I use mine to descend to this place. Um, I have 10 us.
1: feet of rope that I stole from Lenny to point and he...
0: Right. But if... He, so in your starting year, do you have something like an adventurer's pack or an explorer's pack? Uh...
1: Okay.
0: Because all of those come with 50 feet of rope. Yeah.
1: Olivia like, unpacks her bag. It's right <laughs> the at, the at the bottom. The rope at the bottom. Oh yeah, I have... I have <laughs> it's still
0: gear. in the wrapper. <laughs>
1: I remember when we first met and I'd never drawn my sword before. Yep. Just like unwrapping. Oh, I also have an extra torch in here.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> it's neat, flint and steel.
0: Wait, I've been giving you torches this whole time and you've just had them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Weird.
1: Never got to the bottom of this bag. I don't like these clothes that are sitting on top of this extra gear. Oh my god. <laughs> I've never worn them. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. Uh, hand me one end of the rope, oh Climb up and... Okay. Roll me an athletics Let's check. Okay. Uh... 8? 8? Okay, so you start to climb, and you grab one of the bricks, and it comes loose, and you are falling backwards. Uh... I have slow fall, so I'm just fine. You're falling 45 feet. How far is your slow fall? It's actually quite far. Um, Oh, it's going to take so long to get back up there. I have a rope tied off to the first balcony. True, yeah. (laughs) As I fall down, I'll go, I'll be right back. And so I can use my reaction when I fall to reduce any falling damage I take by 40. Okay.
1: So he's like exploding down
2: the
0: last five feet. Uh, I, I assume he's like scrambling against the wall <laughs> and grabbing it and like hitting everything on the way down. <laughs> and you take two points of fall damage. Okay, that's after the. Yeah. Is it reduced by 40 feet or by 40 points of damage? Uh, 40 points of damage. No, it's by four, I'm pretty sure it's five feet. Let's change it. Was, it used to be feet. I think 5e changed it to uh, like a straight yeah. VR, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh... Direct quote, you can use a reaction when you fall to reduce any falling damage you take by 40.
1: Oh. So you have to roll the full damage for 45 feet and then Except subtract.
0: For 5d6 or whatever can't yep. get up to 40. Yep. yep. So yeah, you smack your way down and then Kira throws down the knotted rope so you can lie back up <laughs> to the balcony there on and try again. Okay.
1: I will keep a lookout into the city and just see if anyone sees this going on. Uh, we'll <laughs>
0: Perception check. Eight. Uh, some spiders are looking at the castle. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this time, can someone hold on to the rope before the end of the rope to possibly catch me a little earlier? What? He wants to tie the rope around his waist and use it as a safety rope. Mm-hmm. And then I can tie it. But you were it. fine. I was. <laughs> but I was embarrassed. Okay, <laughs> okay. all right. I'm, I used to be—I used to be Pop Pop's little climbing monkey.
2: See, I'm, and if he
0: had seen this,
1: I'm not volunteering because what will definitely happen is Olivia would get pulled off too, and she does not have ball
0: <laughs> Okay. So, okay, give me one second here. Master always said not to use her grippies; it's all in the legs.
2: Okay. I'm not
0: giving you inspiration for that. Oh my god! But that's a that's an in joke with TJ and I for climbing. It's perfect. <laughs> great, great story, bro. Oh my god! Okay. super interesting content. Just roll your dice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fall again. Good. <laughs> Ten. Ten. You just barely make it up. You're covered in sweat. <laughs> These two are like, what's wrong with you? I whisper
1: to Kier, the best uh, athlete in the group, this isn't going to go well. <laughs> that looks real hard. That knotted... You gave him your rope, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, now we're just going to climb a rope.
1: It might still be really hard for me. <laughs> oh my god. Let me go first.
0: You don't need to roll to climb the rope. To climb a knotted rope. Wait, could I have taken ten for that? No. Okay.
1: Okay, then I climb the knotted.
0: Okay, so you guys get up to the next balcony. Uh there is a long hallway here that goes right across the spire. Uh it is split in the middle and halfway down there is a door there are two doorways, one to each side. One of the doorways is open and there are scorch marks all around that doorway.
2: Cool. I'll
0: move forward in the hallway and check for traps. Okay. Natural one. Natural one? Yeah, it's safe. Cool, guys, All the traps went off. Look at those scorch marks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. So, on the door that is closed, there is a mural showing a whole bunch of drow armies uh, fighting, and it looks like they are fighting other drow in the mural. When I say mural, I don't mean a painting, though. It is like etched into the wall.
2: Cool.
0: <laughs> that's a so- really good relief carving, guys. Mm. And, yeah, on the other side there is... So the two doorways face each other. The hall is probably about 20 feet wide here. Uh, and, yeah, beyond this doorway, you can see that there is a huge library on, through the open door. Cool.
1: Ooh, I want to go to there.
0: So you step through the open doorway.
1: Yeah. Okay. I was told it's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, so... Uh, In here, there are a lot of books on the shelves. A lot of them have been ruined by time. Uh, But you start to find some books that are in better quality. Uh, You also know there is a desk near the center that has most of the best quality books on it. And at one end of the room, there is a doorway with smoked glass in the middle that has no handle. And it is against one of the walls here.
1: Okay, I'm going to go look at these books, guys. There's a cool door back there.
0: That is a cool door. Um, so it doesn't have a handle. Is there, like, hardware where a handle probably once was? or? So as you look at it, through the smoked glass on the other side, there is a handle that opens. Uh, there is a little space directly above the door, uh, but... Uh, and it is probably about two inches wide by two inches tall. Hmm. Just a hole above the door. Uh, there is no handle on the side where the handle should be. There's just a steel plate, hmm. and no like keyhole or anything. No.
1: I will gather the special books.
0: Uh, there is a treatise on so all these books are in Elven. Okay. There is a treatise on dwarves and how to break their will. <laughs> There is a book on drow physiology and pain receptors. There is a book called Three Awakenings, which is a play about how Methlyn Andros gained power in her house. Uh, Eurydice's uh, philosophy book about uh, why majorocracies are the best rule in government. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and a book called the Fate, uh, A Fate Forfeit, and it is the autobiography of the drow matriarch, Asselis Andros.
2: Sorry, what was this last one?
0: The... A fate forfeit. Okay. So in that room with smoked glass, there is uh, a desk with a staff laying on it, as well as a small brazier, so like a little place where you can burn fire in this little iron pot on the desk, and there is a uh, a luscious meditation pillow in the back. Mm, cool. Um. Can I check this door for traps? Yep. Twenty-three. So it's not that this door has traps; it's that this door is open from inside. So you Mm -hmm. need to either you need to be able to manipulate the handle from outside. So, Mm -hmm. for example, I have some thieves' tools. Would that be? There's nothing nothing? that you can access it from here. You need like mage hand to easily open Uh, the door whenever you wanted to go into your bedroom if you were the mage who owned this library. That makes sense. What are you on for? Uh, I kind of just see if I would like to know that, but I got a 7 so probably not. Mm -hmm. No. Kirith knows it. Mm. And he can tell you. He's not gonna. He never does. I'm thinking.
1: Could Grimlock put his long stick through the gap at the top and then spin it down and try to hit the door handle?
0: He could, but, uh, I mean, once it's through, if he can't get it open, he's lost the stick. Do right. you have any idea how valuable that stick is?
1: I mean, if that happened, I could just still Dimension Door into there.
0: That's a good point. And get your stick open. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you wanna,
1: or we could. I mean, rope is now a a tool that's difficult, but we could put a rope in there with like a loose on the end, try to get it around the handle.
0: It would be falling straight down, and the handle is off to the left. I'll try the stick. Okay. So roll me a dex roll with no with no uh, proficiency bonus. You need to be eighteen. Uh, 13, Thirteen. so you've got your stick on a rope through there and you're swinging around and you're getting nowhere near that handle. Can I try again? And you can. Uh, 18. 18, so you just barely managed to catch it and you pull open the handle. I'll like look around like, did you guys see that? <laughs> Thank yep. you, I'll do a deep bow. Okay, I'm flexing. And the door starts to close, (laughs) (laughs) they'll actually just fall forward just to make sure it doesn't close. Okay, so uh, inside there is also a. uh, So yeah, there's the meditation pillow. Uh, There is the staff and the brazier on the little desk. Cool. Um, Well, not little desk. How how big is the brazier? Uh, It so it weighs about five pounds. It's probably about. Six inches in diameter. Does it look? Uh, it is covered with letters in a language you're not sure what the language is. Cool. I want to take it. Okay. And a stick. Kay. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, as you pick up the stick, mm. it is a piece of wood that is full of little burrowing holes from insects, and you see insects squirming through them. Oh my God.
1: Can you bring that over to this table? Sure. Um, I am going to cast Identify, but I, I believe I can do that as a ritual. Yeah, it can be cast as a ritual.
0: And what are you casting Identify on?
1: The staff that
2: he took
0: over. Okay, so this is a staff of swarming insects. It is a rare staff that requires equipment by a bard, cleric, druid, sorcerer, warlock, or wizard. It has ten charges and regains one d six plus four expended charges at dawn. Uh, if you expend the last charge, roll a d20. On a 1, a swarm of insects appears and consumes the staff. While holding the staff, you can expend an action and some of its charges to cast one of the following spells. Giant insect or insect plague. Uh, you can also do an insect cloud. While holding the staff, you can use an action to expend one charge to cars a swarm of harmless flying insects spread out in a 30-foot radius around you. The insects remain for ten minutes, making the area heavily obscured for creatures other than you. The swarm moves with you, centered around you. A wind of at least ten miles an hour uh, disperses the swarm. I... I'm like,
1: Kirit, this was made for you. You said you're out of animal shapes, and...
0: <laughs> I mean, I can do all those things, most of those things normal. Yes, yeah. Just... but having the charges, too. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I was so excited to hit people with the bug stick. (laughs) I mean, you can't use the bug powers. Yeah, yeah. Sure, I'll (laughs) I'll attune to that later. (laughs) Okay, sure.
2: Um,
1: I wish I had detect magic because then I could see if there's anything else in here I should identify. But
0: I mean, there is the brazier with unknown letters on it.
1: That's true. Can I see the little bowl? Yeah, sure. And I cast Identif- again, I just put I switch out the objects and put it in the middle of my circle with like a couple of lit candles of like quill at one end, my whole identify ritual, but then instead of like actually like for her, she'll cast the spell, and then her hand with her eyes still closed, picks up the pen the quill.
0: It's like automatic writing.
1: Automatic writing. She writes it all out in a book and then is able to
0: show these guys after. Okay. So this is a brazier of commanding fire elementals. While a fire burns in this brass brazier, you can use an action to speak its command word and summon a fire elemental as though uh, you had cast the conjure element spell. Then it can't be used again until dawn the next day. That's really cool. Yeah. Very. Is is there anything else in that room, like even something that there is a small wood? There is a small stone chest that is uh, underneath the desk that you can see once you can get around it. Cool. Uh, can I pick it up? Yep. Roll me a deck save. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> uh, Twenty one. Twenty one. Okay. A dart comes flying at you, and you get out of the way. You guys hear something? <laughs> Uh, and this is a lock chest dang um you're, you're a, a thief <laughs> I have stolen things yes can you open this please okay but just so you know this belongs to someone else so that makes you a thief yeah I just don't have the tools uh, with thieves tools uh proficiency plus dexterity yes okay so i got a 13 13 uh yeah you're not going to this lock yet okay nope well honestly it's a cool little chest i, don't I don't mean like if it's it portable enough yeah yeah it's just a little guy right um yeah like it it is not inconsequential way wise but i can throw it it's at still it. made of stone <laughs> yeah you throw it in the trunk but it's you notice it's weight difference like it Probably weighs about 25 pounds. Oh, good. Well, I, I could throw it at someone. No, I mean... That's too heavy to throw. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually not that strong. That's a good point. All right, moving on. Yeah. So, there is the door on the other side of the hall. Or you can go up to the final level. Uh, I mean, I already checked this hallway for traps, so this door should be fine, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, so you open the door. Yep. Roll me a deck. Say, yep. as out of the mural come these slicing blades yep. that swing to sl- to cut you in before diesel S- so bad at oh, this. My God. Nine, nine. All right. So the blades start cutting. The blades swing out and slice deeply into Kira.
1: That's too many dice.
0: Yeah, that's uh, doing fifty points of slashing damage. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm fine. Okay, I missed those ones. I missed <laughs> that one. Ouchie! <laughs> you am gonna use a third level spell for cure wounds. Okay. Nine, 15 for nineteen HP back. Here,
1: why don't I give you a little extra juice? I will also use a third level Jeez. for a cure.
2: Ouchie!
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Play my little tune.
0: Do my little reiki over
1: his body. 10, another
2: fifteen.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm fine.
2: Ah,
0: fuck. Okay. So inside there is a room. There are two skeletons laying on the ground in this room, and then another set of doors beyond it. Okay, okay there's gotta be a trap in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look. Yeah, I'm also gonna look. 11. There's a trap in the last room. <laughs>
2: Thanks.
0: Uh, that is perception. Yeah. That's 7. Yeah, there was a trap in the last room. Great. Okay. Uh, Let's I'm, look
1: for treasures. Yeah, yeah I'm
0: search. gonna take the lead. Okay. So, uh, as you search them for treasures, there is about, uh, five electrum between them. And you can see that the, like, their rusted out weapons were identical. Like, mm-hmm. they were identically geared up. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Guards.
0: Cool. Okay. So, beyond here, you find, uh, a, there is a rather pleasant audience chamber that has again a big table that has uh, a, a map that has mostly rotted away but it is the it is an old old map of the countries that used to exist where the of Badlands and Jusine and Foran are now
1: Can I roll that up and yeah. take it? Yeah. My mom might find it interesting
0: mm-hmm. Uh And then there is uh, a dresser in one corner and then Sitting on a meditation pillow with a dagger clasped in its hand, and the dagger looks to be in perfect shape, is another skeleton. So sitting on a meditation pillow, dagger held down towards its feet as it sits cross-legged. Uh, check for traps.
2: Sure. Uh, Fourteen? Fourteen.
0: Uh, so, uh, actually roll this with advantage. Ooh. Uh, 14 again. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you, they, you don't see any traps. Okay. Uh, I'm going to check out the, check out the dagger. Okay. So the dagger is made of some kind of black metal you've never seen before. Cool. Mm. And, it is slowly dripping something green down the edge of the blade. But when I say green, it's almost more black than green. Oh, cool. Uh, I'm just going to, like, touch it really quick, just like a little... Pop. Okay, well, me a con save. Versus poison, so you have advantage. On the on the hilt? Yep. Cool. I don't know. And so I have, it, I have it, you advantage. You have advantage because you're a dwarf. Cool. Uh Eleven. <laughs> So this whole thing is covered with that goo. As you pick it up, you gain the poison condition. So you are feeling woozy. Uh, you have disadvantage on all your rolls while you're Uh Can I use my medicine kit to get rid of that? Yep. Yeah. How do I do that? You make a medicine. With disadvantage. Hooray. Wait, does anyone else have medicine? Why with disadvantage? Because he's poisoned, so he has disadvantage oh. on everything. I, I So he's woozy not. as he's holding this knife as he's touched this knife. I can try. We'll let like, go uh, just to get rid of the descent. Yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. Or Oh, you, oh I'm not he wants I'm to not eat. trained, so I can't aid you. Oh I no, see. he's asking you to do it instead because he's got disadvantage. Oh wait, I thought he oh, was okay. Yeah, no. I yeah. I'm just gonna take it from you. Okay. Yeah. I, as as I he's like fumbling with the you know, he's fumbling with the antidotes. Fifteen. Fifteen? Okay, so your poison is faded as he gets your mortar and pestle and grinds out a few herbs and feeds them to you.
1: Mm. Well, they're healing his hands, I will, instead of doing the ritual so that we don't have to touch the object again. Wait, do I have to touch it for I identify? Let me double check, but I think if I cast it, you okay. must touch
0: the object. We can't possibly leave... Leave behind the the dagger of you die. <laughs> I mean, we can just roll it in some cloth if we want to take it. Like it, I have know. these
1: shitty clothes I don't like wearing. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I pull out a, sh- a shirt I don't really like.
0: Okay, so yeah, you pick it, and like the goo on it comes off if you wipe it.
1: Okay, so oh. <laughs> try to like wipe some wipe of the hills clean. Yeah, and then I'll. I'll do it as a ritual since we have time. Okay. So I just realized reading it too. A giant owl feather is needed, and I have one of Reginald's from mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> You specifically took it for this spell.
1: Yeah, so then So that's
0: your quill when the, you automatically write. When
1: I'm automatically writing. Uh,
0: super cool. So this is a dagger of venom. It's a plus one weapon for attack and damage rolls. And you can use an action to cause thick black poison to go to blade. The poison remains for one minute, or until an attack using this weapon hits a creature. That creature must succeed on a DC 15 con save, or take 2d10 poison damage and become poisoned for the next minute. Then the dagger can't be used this way again until dawn. But it was locked somehow and constantly secreting its poison all over. Mm. Cool.
1: Can I, I... What would be the role for me to know if the Sunset Trapped in Stone if it controls the sun, could you make dawn come over and over and over again within the same day? You can
0: roll an arcana check. Eighteen plus eight,
1: twenty-six. Seems like it. That's. It's interesting that, you know, like, when I've written it out, I'm like, okay, another object that resets at dawn, and they, as one of their war weapons here, had a stone that could. Make the sunrise over and over again. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's also just common among magic items, but
1: oh, really? Yeah,
0: I. I mean, you know Charges what else you could. You know what else you could do, as you keep casting identify.
1: Identify the sunset and stone. <laughs> hey, carve that rock.
0: Yeah, and come to think of it, I'm, I've had this like this whole time. The so, and I'll like rummage through the rummage through my trunk, and, you know, there'll be, like, 80 things in the way. But um, a scroll case that I had from uh, the Crucible, uh, I haven't really, like, looked at it in a long time. Would any of this help? Yeah. I don't know what's in this scroll case. As um, the GM. Uh, it's uh, from the, uh, what is it, the, the hermit background thing? The, it's, like, a scroll case um. of things from your monastery kind of thing. Uh, I have nothing prepared for that, so... Fair.
1: We will do the rock for right now. Cool. Oh, okay. So, after I finish writing, I will read aloud to you all. Anun San Gador, elvish for the sunset captured in stone, is a piece of granite about four inches tall, three inches wide, and half an inch thick. It glows slightly and accurately shows the sun or the moon in its journey across the night sky at dawn. The stone has seven charges and regains 1d4 plus three charges each dawn. You can expend one or more charges to cast Time Stop. Sunburst, uh, sorry, one or more charges to cast Time Stop takes all seven charges. Sunburst takes six charges, Sunbeam four charges, Moonbeam one charge, Daylight one charge. If you touch the Sun or Moon on the tablet, you can hold it in place or move the Sun and Moon to where you want it. It affects a thousand mile radius. It can be done once a week for up to a full day, and then this power must recharge. So when we give this to Lenny and he uses it, it can't be used again for another. When being attuned to the sunset captured in prison, they have dark vision for 120 feet. One minor beneficial. While attuned, you can cast darkness at will. One major beneficial. While attuned, you can cast chromatic spray at will, but roll 1d6 or wait until the next dawn. One minor detriment. While attuned, you are blinded if you are more than 10 feet from an artifact. One major detriment. When you attune, you take 40, 10 psychic damage. Crazy. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's incredibly powerful.
2: <laughs> yeah. Since you are holding on to it right now, I will this tape. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: When I identify an item, am I aware of how many charges and like all of that? Yes, is, is so it, it is full charge. At least then we'll know what Lemmy does with it. We hand it to him full charged, I can identify it again after. Mm-hmm. And I'll know what he used. Mm-hmm.
0: At least, yeah, or you'll have an idea.
1: Yeah, there could be variables. Yeah, yeah. Cast um, daylight three times in a row could look like something else.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... I just realized I can get all my wild chips back if we just, like, chill out for an hour. Do you want to do that before we go upstairs? Or yeah. do we, are we in a hurry?
1: We could chill out. Uh, it also would mean that you guys could attune to stuff if you want.
0: No, that takes a long rest. Oh.
1: it <laughs> was a short rest. My baggage. That's why none of my magic items work. I only concentrated on it for an hour.
0: I only <laughs> have a plus one sword. Yeah, that's true.
1: I don't <laughs> think I have anything that needs attunement.
0: All right, yeah, uh, so shut the doors here. And who's taking the, the dagger of Venom? I like, mean, I, I could. I someone don't. should write it on their sheet if you guys are taking it, just like someone should write on their sheet the brazier of uh, controlling fire elementals. Hmm.
2: I will take the dagger of Venom.
0: Yeah. I can just carry the brazier. You should still write it on your sheet if you're the one carrying it. Sure. Is that a, a custom item or, or would it be like in the database? Uh, might be in the database. Okay.
1: I'm not rolling the d20. Eight.
0: Eight? Okay. Your long rest is uninterrupted. Short rest. Short rest. Okay.
1: So do we want to... Check out
0: upstairs and then get the heck out of here? Sure. Mm-hmm. The upper remote, Or, I guess the next floor up we'd have to climb again? Yes.
2: Okay. You're going to Spider-Man?
0: Uh, I mean, that gets me up there
1: and then give us a butt string.
0: <laughs> Doesn't quite work like that. Yeah. Um, You
2: can pull the rope up that we quite could walk this one Yeah, we wouldn't be able to make a quick escape, but that's fine.
0: Wait, would we be able to just like, would you be able to like hold on and then just like pull us up? Are you that, see that long? I mean, if he's a, if you're a large sized spider, that means you're a warhorse sized spider. I mean, if they can hold on to my thorax. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, true. Just yeehaw! It. All right, all right. You feel like such a beast of burden as you <laughs> carry them <off>. You
2: <laughs> Feel just, like you've
0: betrayed your principles. <laughs> it just had to be Joey's idea. That's the only reason he went with it. I. Uh, I'm a lot. It's a lot hairier than you guys thought it would be, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it does smell like cinnamon. <laughs> so you get up to the next floor. The balcony opens up into uh, what looks like uh, an old, like an empty garden area. So there's a bunch of stone troughs filled with dirt and like water running around them, but nothing is growing. And there is a set of open double doors a little bit further back.
1: Keep, all, keep it all.
0: Yeah. So through the double doors you see uh, a room with about three doors off of it. There is a large divan sitting there. There are two of those melty wax brow things. One of them is holding a large fan and the other has a platter with a bunch of spider eggs on it. Like a big webbed group of spider eggs. And they're standing on either side of the divan. So, what is it, Devon? Uh, like a laying down couch.
1: Does it look the size of a tree or about a bit of strong, uh, young
2: drow woman?
0: Uh, about the size of a young drow woman. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Gross.
1: I just pull out my rapier because I don't know what these dudes are going to do.
0: Um, I'm going to walk up to them Kay. and say an abyssal. What, what are you doing? They don't respond to you.
1: Grimlock is just like gurgling and growling yeah. at
0: them. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking like a like a Mutalisk or something from like Starcraft. <laughs> I'm just going to look around, I guess. Okay, so there's three doors off of here. Okay.
1: Choose uh, the left. The one on the left is always the best.
0: Yeah. Can I search for traps in spider form? Yeah. Great. Nineteen. Nineteen? Uh, so, all three of these have traps that have been disabled. Like, you can see that there are pressure plates that have been locked out of position. Okay. And kind of gesture at them.
1: I no. do thumbs up.
0: I'll, I'll head over. Shake your
1: body up and down, or shake your butt left or right.
0: You can't just trick them into dancing. Come on. <laughs> I'm not twerking. You.
1: <laughs> is it right or is it not right you have to show up. i
0: don't stop grimlock <laughs> okay Damn it. so you're going to the one on the left grimlock mm-hmm. okay so you find a short hallway on one side of it there is a bathing chamber on the other side there is um, like a room with a desk and a bunch of like rotted away papers and then the last room has a uh again a dresser and uh basically a big silk covering area that covers a huge pile of meditation. Um, I'm going to knock before entering the bathing area. Okay. Um, <laughs> no one is in there. Okay. In the long dead <laughs> or drow city. So yeah, there is a there big a steel... steel even. <laughs> there's a big steel claw foot tub and there is another one of those melty drow kind of sitting there. Hmm. Uh, Near him, there is a uh, a small stove, and he kind of looks at you as you walk in, and then he turns around and he lights the stove. Oh! And, you are and, and then he picks up two buckets and starts walking away. So you guys see one of these multi-drow walking away, and he goes to the door in the middle. All right, with two buckets. In I
1: just watch him.
0: So he opens the door, and inside there is a looks like a private dining room. He goes and he takes the buckets and he slides open a panel in the wall and puts the buckets in it and starts lowering a dumbwaiter. <laughs> oh <Cool>. my god. <laughs> <laughs> and then about two minutes later, he pulls it back up and he takes the buckets and he brings them in and he pours them into a pot near that bathtub, and he goes and he takes two more buckets. Like he takes his two buckets back and it's back to the dumbwaiter. Oh, it's poor. This guy. goes down
1: to the kitchen, I would assume. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, say so pretty safe bet. Mm-hmm. I'll say in a vessel, no, no, it's I, I don't need a bath, thank you. So he comes back and he uh he gets a set of bellows and he like smothers the <laughs> fire by putting too much air into it to cool it down. Um, uh, thank you. And all right, I'll carry on. Okay, this guy's doing a great job. I'll leave a tip. Okay, uh. Kira, did you find a free tip?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, a couple silver, sweet. Um, I guess I'll search through all of the pile of pillows. Okay. Roll me a perception check. 26. Uh, underneath the pillows, there is a, uh, there is a, like, keyhole just in the, in the ground, in, in the floor. Alright, I'll shift back.
1: I assume yeah. we saw a giant spider with all yeah, 8 throwing legs pillows just throwing around. pillows around the room.
2: <laughs>
0: Check for traps. It's a pillow trap. Oh, pillow's really pillow golem. Uh, <laughs> 19. Uh, looks perfectly safe. Safe. I'll try to pick the lock. Uh, can't I a little on this today. I only got, man, okay, nah, twelve. Twelve. So you're working on it. This is a complicated log. Yeah. You might need like inspiration or something there. You want me to
1: sing you a song, little guy?
0: <laughs> like it would. It might help. All right.
1: I, I will give him bardic inspiration. Just start singing. You can do is that it. A D8 yes, kid. Yes.
0: Ooh, I got an 8 on the D. So 23. 23. So you managed to click it open. Inside, there is a 300 platinum, 800 <laughs> electrum. Oh, I think I'm hitting the point where I might not be able to carry all this. <laughs>
1: Well, you could give it to the rest of the party. You're
0: carrying a bag full of spoons.
1: (laughs) Because I have nothing that's worth anything more. You keep finding all the money. There's 800
0: Electrum Coins. (laughs) And there is a platinum circuit set with rubies that's worth 2,000 gold. Holy. (laughs) And there are three potions in a little wooden box. Did you actually
1: give me 100 Electrum? 800. 800 electrum?
0: That's what you said, right? Yeah, 800. Yeah, I'm not writing that down. I can't carry 1,200 coins.
1: You take 400 electrum. I'll take
0: 400 electrum. Wants out wearing this platinum and ruby circlets. Like, guys, I've always had this.
1: Do you do want <laughs> me to identify any of these things?
0: Um, I mean...
1: The potions?
0: Yeah, there's three potions. Uh, so they are identical when you identify one of them. It is a superior healing potion. Ooh, mm, that's c nice. okay. while well, you're doing that, can you get this bottle wine? Identify um, it? Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, I will put the bottle of wine in the middle, cast identify. Do I start writing? No, it's not magical. No. Yeah, sorry. But the circlet might be. Put <laughs> it in the center.
0: Sure. <laughs> the circlet does not cause any writing.
1: Okay. <laughs> nope, just just fancy pants. Okay. Superior healing potion is what? 1D, or sorry, 3 or 4, I think
0: it's at a higher level. eight 4 or whatever. Uh, it'd be D4s, I think, is how healing potions work. Oh, right. 3D4 yeah. plus 3 or 4D4 yeah. plus 4. Uh, superior healing potion is a D4 plus 8. 8D4 eight right. plus 8. Sick.
1: And what action in combat would it take to drink one for yourself?
0: Your standard action.
1: And are you going to allow us to pour them into an unconscious person's mouth? Same thing, standard action. Mhm. Okay.
2: Perfect. Can you I have would. one of those? Yeah. Yeah, yeah why everyone's getting one. There. Cool. Oh, why?
0: Cool.
1: Good find? Mhm. I will. Go look around the dining room, I guess.
0: Uh, so, there's more silverware in here. Okay.
1: Anything else?
0: Uh, there's a dumbwaiter. I really want to go into the dumbwaiter, but I might drown. Drowned? <laughs> Why drowned? I got buckets of water from me. The buckets that came back up were not really wet on the outside. Oh, okay. It's not a well. He's sending it down to the kitchen where they fill it up with water. Well, maybe there's a well in the kitchen, I don't know.
1: Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, okay. I don't need to take any more silverware. I don't think. Okay. Restraint. <sighs> Finally.
0: And then the last door leads out onto another a balcony. This one a little more protected, but has the same sort of empty closet
1: that have empty pots or they have little planks in them? No. Okay.
0: They're, they're stone pots with dirt. But nothing's growing. Right. I don't have
2: sunlight down here.
0: Weird. Uh, they did
1: have a grow-up. That's what they were using. Just, the probably sunset.
0: just mushrooms. <laughs>
1: they were using the sunset trapped in stone for all their weed and now they're growing. I don't think back.
0: it
2: makes the sun rise underground. You can cast Daylight. I guess. By using
1: one of the seven charges.
0: <laughs> Don't. Sure.
1: <laughs> it's breaking bad down here. I,
0: I doubt it. <laughs> they make meth and break bad. Uh, yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, you grow meth in dirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that is it,
1: then? I guess so.
2: Yeah.
0: So you guys are heading out, collecting your ropes as you go. <laughs> leaving the big golden harp.
1: Yeah, we'll leave it because we still gotta sneak back through the city. There was the guy who called us meat on his way
2: through. Yeah,
0: yeah, he was correct. Yeah. We should probably see how he's doing. No, oh. let's. We should probably avoid him at all costs. Okay, let's okay. see. If he's... So, roll me your stealth checks. Twenty-one. Got fourteen. Twenty-two. Okay, so as you guys are heading along, at one point Grimlock wanders off on his own a little bit, <laughs> and you see again that spider centaur growl, <laughs> and you kind of almost like walk out into its path, and then you pull yourself back. <laughs> Let me check his passive perception. Uh, he has disadvantage. To see, I don't know how that applies to passive, though. Uh, yeah, that, how that works is you got to roll with advantage. Uh, I I get advantage and he gets disadvantage. What's that from? Uh, the Cloak of Elvenkind It says, uh, while you wear this cloak with its photo up, wisdom perception checks, uh, made to see you have disadvantage. And you have you have advantage on dexterity stealth checks made to hide, mm-hmm. as the cloak's color shifts to camouflage. You pulling the hood up or down requires an action. But normally, when you're trying to stealth some past someone, it's you need to beat their past perception, mm-hmm. and then if they go looking for you. Gotcha. Okay, so that would apply to the next step, kind of thing. Yeah. Gotcha. If if he knew you were around and was trying to find where you went. Or like if you spent an action to hide in combat, or okay. but uh, yeah, you guys suddenly hear "Hello, Meat,"
2: and that's where we'll end it today.
0: Need need to meet. All it takes is one bad roll. Mm.